Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Uh, this game just gets a little wackier. Yeah. After uh, Pete Carroll does some non-optimal decision-making in the first quarter, the Rams have a first-in-goal uh, situation, first down. Matthew, Se- second, because it, well, uh, no, Van Jefferson dropped the touchdown on first down. That's what I was referring to. Oh. First down, he, uh, he throws a pass to Van Jefferson that he drops. Could have been a touchdown, maybe to the, to the doorstep of the goal line. And then on second down... Stafford looks to be pointing to his receivers to do one thing or the other. But as you pointed out, Kelly, Jefferson was sort of stopped and looking at Stafford when he threw it. I, I was like, throw it away. Yeah. And he throws it to Quandre Diggs in the back of the end zone. Problem is, Quandre Diggs wears the highlighter green. Yeah, I don't, at first we thought maybe it was a receiver that stopped. I don't, I don't really think it was the case. It looked like Van Jefferson had stopped, kind of doubled back to go back inside. And yet, dude, just put it in the stands, man. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, as light as he threw it, it made me believe that he was trying. Pick that off. Pick it That's off. Picked. That's picked <laughs> off the bounce. And that would have been the plus 140 on Russell Wilson's interception. There you go. So that one bounces off the would-be receiver. And the Rams now have the ball on the bounce uh, pick at midfield. So let's see. Wilson, does he hit the receiver in the uh, chest here? What happens? No. No, threw it behind. No, threw it behind Tyler Lockett. And then... Uh, that is a that is a pick 
for the Rams. Again, first and ten at midfield. This game is just. just I was going to say, like, what, what, is, what is even going on here? What were the last two Thursday night games? We had the Bengals and the Jaguars and something bad before that. They were both way better games than this so far. Uh, before that mm. was, because I also had a survivor pick I'm on that, too. Carolina and, and Houston. Was it Carolina and Houston the week before that? Because remember, Carolina was nip yes. and tuck with them for a half? Yes. By the way, that's Troy Reader on the pick for the Rams. So, like, this game is ten times worse so far than any. It, of it those. is because in those games, at least the Jags and the and the Texans were live in the yeah. first half, and, yeah. then, and then the better teams had to come back in this, or not really come back, but yeah. Even in the case of the Panthers, I think they were down a point at halftime, or up a point. But Man, this live total is thirty nine. I, I might have to. That seems just <laughs> egregiously. I mean, like. They're not going to do this all game. Well, you wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think. Thursday night football is always wacky like this, though. Well, Matt Matt contemplates that. Well, let me do a few updates here. We actually do have some college football games going on. Tulane, right, Matt? Tulane? Tulane. Uh, They're on top of uh, No, they're trailing Houston right now. Sorry. 17-15 Houston. That is 30 seconds before halftime. Coastal Carolina all over Arkansas State. If you bet on that game, that is 24 to nothing at the half. Coastal Carolina, 34.5-point live favorite. The live total is 53.5. In the baseball game, it is 2-0 Rays. Top of the third inning, Rays are minus 600 live. Red Sox plus 420 and 7.5 is your live total. And then live numbers right now in this just thrilling NFL game. Uh, Rams, 3-3.5 and 39.5. I see. I even see a 40.5 out there in town, uh, Matt. Take a look at these yes, no to make the playoff numbers for random teams. Not all of them, but most of the teams here in the National Football League. These are yes, no's. These are the the tightest, the tightest numbers. The tightest numbers. That's how how you selected them. Okay. The 14 tightest yes, no numbers, courtesy of DraftKings. um, With the high mark for the yeses at $3 minus 300. And the high mark for the no's also at minus 360. So everything within that frame. So Browns, Titans... Both minus 300 to make the playoffs, plus 235 not to. Chargers minus 200 to make the playoffs, plus 160 not to. There you see the Seahawks currently playing at minus 150, yes, to make the playoffs. By the way, Stafford looks for for, wood, Jefferson, for a Jefferson deep, misses him. The one that's the the ones that are the most, you know, coin flippy, Saints, Raiders, right in that pocket, Broncos. Anything stick out to you here, Ed? The no on the Colts is still too low. I think one night. I mean, if you have the bankroll for one ninety, I would certainly play. I mean, that team's going. Nowhere. Yeah, I, I think the that. yes on the Chargers is too low. The yes on the Chargers probably too low. The if I can get over two to one on the Vikings and make the playoffs, I'd probably play it. No on the Saints, I would play for sure. You really do not like the Saints. Had Rufus Peabody on uh, the Megapod today. His numbers love the Saints in this game against Washington. Yeah, I mean, it. if I was playing numbers, I would certainly play the Saints against Washington. Taylor Heineke has taken a real, real, real big step back. And, and You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't view it that way. Interesting. I think the teams are starting to catch up to him a little bit here, but... 
Um, third and five for the Seahawks, for the uh, Rams, rather, plus territory, 47-yard line. Is this, are, now, is this two-down territory for the Rams? I think McVay would go for it, fourth down. Oh. But we'll find out. If they don't uh, convert here. Well, that's about that's a delay a of game that's not called. They finally called it. Past yeah, the... we almost had another two second beyond clock a uh, play clock going down to zero. Not called. They do finally call it, and now it'll be third and ten as they move back this across game. midfield. I mean, that's it's another thirty-seven. Is the lot. I didn't bet it. It was down to thirty-seven. Like this game is. Man, that's another screw up. Like you need to call a timeout if you're not going to get that off. I mean, the first half. Not only did the Rams not notice it, though the officials didn't either. Third and ten now. So you you said you I think you're right about the uh the Colts no being a little too low at minus one ninety. I'm with you, Kelly. Plus two hundred, yes, on the Vikings. I still have that division card, that, that division ticket, so I wouldn't play this myself with that, but I get the sentiment. So the Rams are running the football on third and ten. Good job, McVay. I, mean, I like I said we we were too we were too quick to we were too quick to crown McVay as like the second what was, coming. What was that? Yeah. He, we were too quick to crown him. He, Wait, that might have been worse than anything we've seen already. What was? What were they doing there? Did that just and, happen? Third and ten at their own forty-seven. They just ran the ball two yards in the line of scrimmage. Now they're punting. It seems like a lot of confusion on the Rams' side. Yeah, they, they they almost seem like they didn't know that that was. What was that? Yeah, I don't know. They're punting. All right. We've this had, has been the worst. About, this has been the worst called game, and we've seen some really badly called games so far. This has been one of the worst called games of the season. Bad decisions, yeah. bad play calls, bad just situational football, and we're still at 0-0 zero to zero with 10.41 left. Now, they, they are having – there was some kind of discussion. Sean McVay does look confused yeah. by that. I don't know if it was the delay beforehand or just what they ended up doing on third down, but something is amiss over there as they go. You, you can't imagine, like – I, again, it depends team to team, but kind of like you're getting out there, Gil, like it's third and 10, like they're against the Seahawks defense. There's no reason not to air that it, out. It almost feels like at third and five, it was two down territory. They had called the running play, but then when they got the delay of game, they stuck with the same play. That's what it felt like. Yeah, anyway. no, yeah, man, you might be right. And that might be the lack of communication. Just speculating. I have no idea, but that's what it sort of felt like. And that's where Sean McVay's like, yeah, no, we we shouldn't have done that. I, I, I I'm, that's I'm the only explanation I'm yes, I can come I'm up with. I'm just baffled. I really am. Only I'm, explanation I can come I'm up with. I'm completely, completely baffled right now. So the only reason I bring this up is because we always talk about wins are banked. Yep. Nearly three to one on the Bengals to make the playoffs. They are only three point dogs this week. Mm-hmm. To the Packers, who are power rated by pretty much everybody in like the top five or six. I hear what you're saying. I just don't want that ticket, though. I don't want to have to sweat that all year. I don't want to have to look at my account and be like, oh, I got the Bengals to make the playoffs. But I hear what you're saying. The wins are banked, right? They do have yeah. three wins. What about what about for uh, Vegas Raiders fans who also have the old wins are banked situation? But that's plus 110. Not enough bang for your buck to Not play Not enough that. bang there. And, yeah. and just... You know, there's a, they've been on, you know, it, it's been coin flippy for them. Oh, yeah. Kind of as it is for anyway. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, good on them. The wins are banked, but they could they could just as easily be, be kind of out of the picture right now. So, How yeah, about the like Panthers? Them. Yes, plus 175. That's my yeah. last question on these. Because yeah. otherwise, I don't love any of these. 
So Panthers, we saw, I mean, they've they've made the decision they are going to go for it yes. this year. You know, so there is that. It looks like they're going to get McCaffrey back. If not this week, definitely next week. He just got in two practices in a row. So you're 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 looking at a team here that is in a what is turning out to be, can we I mean, I think it's fair to say a softer division than we than we expected. Sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe we not thought much the Falcons softer, were going to be plucky. Yeah, we thought that the Saints were at least going to be a little bit better. You know, they've shown nothing on offense at all. And, and then and with with all these with all these injuries with the Bucks, I mean, who who if they don't get healthy anytime soon, maybe there's some wins to be stolen there as well. Yeah. Nice little end around for the Seahawks on first down. That was Russell Wilson's first pick in 185 pass attempts, I believe it just still is. Again, bouncing off uh, Tyler Lockett, a little behind him. So I guess the Panthers plus 175, yes. Of all those, if you're, I mean, there's not a lot I like here, but if there's. I think that would be the that one might that be I the would the best bet. bet of all of yes. those. I like the Saints, no. I like the Raiders, no. And I like, I like, the, the, I like the, the Saints, Vikings, no. Yes. If I had to pick a no, Saints, no. Panthers, yes, would be my two that I would bet on. All right. I think we have some agreement on Russell Wilson airs it out. Uh, got a man. P. Tyler Lockett, P.I. You got to throw that flag. Yeah, there now it that is. one is, that one was egregious. Yeah. That is a P.I. Spot a foul in the National Football League. How games change dramatically. But that's the Seahawks offense right there. They That's why they have so few first downs on a lot of these games. Because it's like they score their touchdowns this way. Lockett just absolutely deking the, the corner. And his only play was to tackle Tyler Lockett. It's going to be first and 10 for the Seahawks right around the 21-yard line. If my spotting is correct, we'll come back. We'll look at those circa million three lines, see where they shaded them. And a little later on, highest scoring team this weekend, lowest scoring in the National Football League. You can bet on that as well. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on Beeson's primetime action. So uh, while all the uh, Michigas is happening in the Seahawks-Rams game, and by the way, Seahawks, Wilson to DK Metcalf, 7 to nothing Seahawks. Nelson Cruz just hit a shot off Nick Pavetta that hit the catwalk at Tropicana Field. And there are rules that govern balls that hit the catwalk in Tropicana Field. There's like an A, B, C, and D catwalk. C and D, I think it's an automatic home run. I don't know if that's the one that the Nelson Cruz just hit, but it was ruled a homer. If it was A and B, then it's a situation where if you caught it off the catwalk, that it's an out. <laughs> By the way, if it stays on the catwalk, then the umpires have to judge whether they think it was a home run or not, or would have been a home run or not. Anyway, Nelson Cruz just did a home run. That's what I'm saying. That's, that is so It didn't silly. leave the field, so there you have it. There, there it, you go. It hit the catwalk, and when you look up at the TV screen, mm. you see the Red Sox outfielders furiously sprinting towards you because they don't know yet that it's been called a home run. They think it's a it's a you know ball that's in play. Sports is really frustrating me tonight. This, this is the this, this is, is really weirdest raging. This is really. We, th- I've got the rules in front of me for that. So okay, that is please. okay. Batted ball. Uh, okay, so batted ball that strikes either the lower two catwalks, also known as the C and the D ring. There you go. D ring, including any lights or suspended objects attached to either one of those catwalks, as well as any angled support rods. Da 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 da. That's a home run. So that's basically what we just saw. Correct. Strikes it. It's a home run. Batted ball that strikes either of the upper catwalks, including the masts that support each of those catwalks. Uh, let's see. If caught by fielder, like Matt said, caught there, batter is out and runners advance at own risk. That is considered fair territory, basically. Uh, batted ball that is not judged a home run and remains on a catwalk, light, or suspended object, two bases. Batted ball strikes catwalk, light, or suspended object over foul territory, dead ball. All of that another way of saying... What a what a crap stadium! Get rid of the hor- this horrible they, stadium. Yes, all, all that all that says is 
we should not be playing baseball here <laughs> if someone destroys and annihilates one of the balls and it is not allowed to travel the, which he, I mean, obliterated that ball. It would have gone 400. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to guess here, stat cast. 567. That <laughs> That's right. And it's not it's allowed a, to do it. I think that ball was going 643 yeah, and, and, feet. And not allowed to do it because it hit the D-ring. <laughs> it's got, so, got the D-ring. You got the C or D. That's a home run. It's like the old, uh, There's this, apparently all home runs are inferior to some Mickey Mantle home run. Don't hold me to, oh, there's a run up the gut That's, for the Rams. Oh, Michelle's in now. So, so I guess Cheryl Henderson is in. Is in bad uh there's there's like some mickey mantle 587 foot home run or whatever like well decades before we had any real way of measuring right, any of this yeah. so it's like some dude pulled out a tape measure was like why i think it went 587 <laughs> mac and that's the, like the standard mac. by which yeah where people call mac back then that's old timey names i think that's like the standard by which all ta- all home runs are now that's where we get tape measure home runs from so like I mean, I don't know how many times this happens. I know it happens every once in a while with this stadium, but th- so I don't know what's more ridiculous, that being a home run or if it hits the other ring and it drops down, it's just in play. And dudes are like trying what? to catch it yeah, off the thing. like isn't that like, the, what's the like clown music? Major League Baseball. You're like running around trying to figure out where it's going to land. practice this? Like, do you, do you have your outfielders and then like you hit it into the B ring and like have them like try and catch it. We're going to do our catwalk drills today, boys. Batting practice, bam! <laughs> Meanwhile, three to nothing. Rays. Daryl Henderson. Daryl. Uh, Daryl Henderson is. Uh, he's injured. So cool. If you played. Oh man. Sony Michelle. Uh, props. Good on you. Tyler Higby looks a little dinged up too. Good on you. On the sidelines as well. So if you've got uh, some Rams players tonight, Henderson and Higby not doing, not looking good right now. Michelle Second. already over his rushing prop actually. Yards at 24 yards. Interestingly, Matthew Stafford rushing into Sean Jackson, receiving not <laughs> over. There's Stafford. Got a man. That's your that's your guy. Robert Woods. Woodsy. What's it up to, Matt? But that's the yardage, though. So yardage is a winner. Yardage? We're, we're at a winner already? Yeah. I didn't even look at it. Yeah, yardage that's is a 61. winner. Fire up the winner video. Winner video. Matt Brown. And Kelly. And Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly. I mean, unless it's not unless he's on 59 yards. Then 61. Yeah, winners, winners, winners. 61. Five catches, 61 yards for Robert Woods. I'd, I'd be much happier, though, if, like, you know, the Rams were winning this game. By the way, DK Metcalf, first touchdown, 9-1. to Anytime touchdown, plus 105 for those who bet that. Rams on the ground now trying to even this up. Down 7 to nothing. Just under six minutes left in the half. In what can only be described as a uneven first half by both teams. A words we can't say on radio and yes. television first half because this has just been, uh, yeah, this has just been. I mean, wacky. it's. I mean, I mean, we 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 have dissected it down to like almost every play it seems, but really it's like one big pass interference call. And we've been playing catwalk, and we've been replaying catwalk rules <laughs> on right. the show tonight. This has been an interesting primetime action show. Stafford, second and three, shotgun, empty backfield, Cooper Cup wide open, moves the chains. He'll get forward progress, first and 10 Rams. You know, Gil, Matt's not a doctor. I've never coached in the NFL before. Right. I'm not going to give Cooper Cup that much room, though. I, yes. It's just, you know, I, I'm not going to give him 10 yards of buffer. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem like a smart idea. I'm no defensive backs coach, but that seems like a lot of room for Cooper Cup. In-game total up to 43 now. 
I did not play the 37 when it got down there, so we shall see. Let's show the uh, Circa Millions numbers here for week three. Circa Millions three. Pick five games against the spread every week. We have a new quarter beginning this week, gentlemen. Let's roll. New quarter. There's another pitch and catch for uh, Stafford. This is very easy, matriculating the ball down the field. Sony Michelle on the receiving end of that one. All right, so uh, in Circa Million 3, five picks against the spread every week. This is a five-week quarter. A five-week quarter, boys. Seahawks and Rams, that was two and a half tonight. The Jets and Falcons did end up as three. No real surprises on this board. The surprise Titan- is the double underdog game. That is the surprise. But other than that, <laughs> double underdog. The double underdog game is a surprise, but outside of that. Oh, the two and a half. Both the Saints and Washington are two and a half point dogs. That's that's the surprise. <laughs> that you won't find that at any other you contest. You don't find that one very often, the double underdog game. That's right. I wonder if you can play both teams in Circa Million in that case. <laughs> I'd, like to te- I'd like to tease up both those sides. Can I get that? <laughs> Uh, by the way, I tried this on a numbers game, calling out the graphics. They don't take it as funny, as as, as in stride as these guys do. They're like, oh, why does he call us out? Uh, let's look at the ne- let's look at the next board on this. No real surprises there. Broncos and Steelers are a uh, pick them. Uh, Patriots eight and a half. So that's kind of like that Tampa Bay six and a half last week. We're like, how can it? All-? They yeah. didn't they didn't move it. Patriots eight and a half. Raiders five and a half. Browns two point dogs. Everything else is kind of kosher. The Chiefs did end up at two and a half. So no 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 shenanigans. I cannot I cannot imagine a week where I'm going to fight you guys less on anything. Because I'm like my one straight. Oh yeah. My one straight side is is in action right now, and every other bet I've made is a teaser. So uh, yeah. Third and two. Sony Michelle runs for a yard. Three minute mark of the second quarter. It's now fourth and one. The Rams do not hesitate. Fourth and one at the twenty two of the Seahawks. They will be going for it. Sean McVay with no hesitation, down seven to nothing. Here we go again. So here's the spot where you probably should actually run for it, and let's see if he gets super cute and runs like some triple reverse. One yard ain't two yards. They do run it, and they just do get it. Just do move the I was kind of thinking that, Matt, because there was a lot of room at the top of the field. I think that was Woods' one-on-one coverage. No, Woods on the bottom. By the way, I mean when I said one yard is not two yards. One yard ain't two yards. Like the old Shaq, 39 ain't 29. (laughs) <laughs> but it really is, it really is, a. I mean, when you look at the numbers of that, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference in the world. So, I, I mean, looking at this, guys, I mean, there's, with this number locked in, and I think this number moves for sure if this becomes official, there is catch number six, which is another winner video. Oh, wow. yeah. Fired up. All in the first half before the yes. two-minute warning. That is catch number six for Robert Woods. Thank you very much. Mateo Brown. Winner. Well, this time you get the uh, the old fireball. Count it. You ready for season win totals, Kelly? Can we do those next next week uh, in yeah, basketball? I'm not, I'm not a big NBA season win totals You're guy, not? but yeah, I, yeah. All right. So this Raiders line, because it's locked in for the contest, right? It's a five and a half. Yep. So we know for sure David Montgomery's not going to play the running back for the Bears now. Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack have now missed practice for the second day in a row for this team. On the defensive side of the ball, no Akeem Hicks and no Khalil Mack with that secondary is is going to be real bad. It's going to be bad, bad, bad news. So if those guys can't play, we'll know tomorrow, like, you know, their official status whenever we come in here, guys. But that is going to, I can tell you right now, no Khalil Mack, no Akeem Hicks. With that secondary, 
I will be playing the Raiders at five and a half. I might have to ram that one through. It might be our first ram it through play. What, I, is, what is the, what is the, like, again, I'm not going to, I like, I can't fight that. What is the uh, status on Mac? Both of them didn't practice yesterday oh. or today. Okay. So we'll see the injury report tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Friday night here on uh, primetime action, full injury reports. Little we'll Mac ribs slash foot. So two different injuries. Ribs slash foot. Yes. Because oh. rib bone's connected to the foot bone. Making the return of the Mac, Kelly, <laughs> all that more unlikely. <laughs> Sorry, I'll show myself out. We'll come back. Highest scoring team, lowest scoring team this weekend. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You, from the, there's just no shortage of strange football calls here in this game. Third and two, or it was even third and long one for the Rams. They, the Seahawks saw the play coming. Sony Michelle stuffed. And so on fourth and one, the Seahawks call timeout. Fourth and one for the Rams. The Rams elect with 108 left in the half to kick a field goal this time. So they make it seven to three. Matt Gay's field goal is good. But now Russell Wilson with two timeouts. The Seahawks will get the ball back, and the Seahawks get the ball back first in the second half. So, not really. It looked like the Rams were trying to, you know, play it optimally, milk it down, and try to uh, get in the end zone. I'm surprised they kicked the field goal there because there's a little too much time for Russell Wilson to operate. Well, it also goes back to what you were talking about a little bit with consistency he goes for it on fourth and one a little bit earlier in the drive and then we get to fourth and two a little bit which by the way was at the 13 yard line so if you don't get it they've got to go the length of the field Mm -hmm. and no yeah we'll go for it now i mean edmund also go ahead kelly no i was just gonna say i was gonna say it should be noted that they were looking at stafford on the sideline looks like they're about to show a replay here so maybe this has something to do with yeah because they did have the offense out on the field He's pointing. He pointed at a. So he's got his finger oh, no, wrapped up. Now. Okay. Okay. So okay. he's got his index finger wrapped up on his. Right, that could explain things. I mean, they did have the offense out there. We saw that, and then they pulled him off. I mean, who knows if that's was the decision or not? But I, I have a feeling that had something to do with it. Seahawks with a return out to the twenty-eight yard line. That's where they'll start first to ten with one oh three left, and again two timeouts at their disposal. Seahawks at a minimum thinking field goal here. This feels like minus 130 Russell Wilson touchdown. Red Sox making some noise here in the top of the fourth. Runners at first and second now with two down, but trailing three to nothing. Shane McClanahan still going for the Rays. Eduardo Rodriguez was taken out, I want to say, with with one out remaining. Was it the third inning or the second inning? He was taken out long ago. Garrett Richards came in in uh, relief. Rays again up three to nothing, but Red Sox with one swing of the bat could tie this thing up. Here's the first play for the Seahawks. First and ten. Russell Wilson. Oh, wide open. Wide open. My goodness, they lost track of the running back. And already in plus territory. And now the Seahawks are thinking touchdown. 
not necessarily field goal as the clock ticks. Again, they have two timeouts. First and 10 now at the Rams 43 with 43 seconds left. And if they can get a big gainer here, they'll use their first timeout. They'll probably use their first timeout no matter what happens if it's a running clock after this play. But they're sure, sure taking their sweet old time here. Inside handoff, that'll only gain about four or five yards. They'll use a timeout here. 27 seconds left in the half. I can't. I can't. I don't know what's going on here. They I can't were, wrap my brain. They were kind of like lollygagging there a little bit. Could have had a little more urgency, I think. I feel like my brain's just been on fire for this whole first half. But you know what's you know what's nice that I just kind of remembered, Matt, is we did just cash we cashed those Robert Woods tickets. That does help. No, no, that's. Yes, but I'm just, even if the Stafford thing, you know, even if the Stafford thing was the finger or something, like, I mean, they've got timeouts, right? They, were, they weren't yes. out of timeouts. Yeah, they got three timeouts. So, call a timeout and See what's out, up. Good can point. you throw yes. a pass or not? Yes. You know, can you throw a pass or not? Oh, you can't? Okay, then now maybe we'll, we'll kick a field goal or something like that, which lets me know that, Probably he was just kicking the field goal. You also, from fourth and one, could have still had a handoff option. You did. Finger, you could still hand off the ball. There's that. By the way, uh, DJ, uh, DJ Dallas on that on that play before, the fact that he was so wide open from the yeah. vaunted Rams defense, that's inexcusable too. Wilson over the top, nobody home. So it's going to be third and six now. Not quite in field goal. Oh, he, did he know that there was a 12 men or something? That's what it feels like, right? Because there's a flag on the field. Because he didn't even really try to look. Yeah, there was, was... there was nobody down there. Let's see what the call is. Uh, oh, no, maybe. Oh, no. that's a, That could be a hold on Aaron Donald? I don't know. They're showing Aaron Donald. roughing the passer from downstairs. Oh, are you kidding me? It is roughing the passer. Going high. I, I, wow. I didn't think he hit him in the head, did he? He, he did. He did. Aaron Donald is incredulous. So that puts the Seahawks in field goal range. That's, no, man, he didn't that's hit him in the shoulder. head. That's His a... shoulder didn't hit him in the head. It oh, didn't hit him in the head. Boy. So 21 seconds left, one timeout for the Seahawks, up 7-3. to three, And now it's first and 10 at the 24. He's going to take a shot in the end zone here, one would, one would think, or a little quick out to the sideline. Again, one timeout. They could do anything with this with the one timeout. But they're thinking touchdown, not field goal again because of that play. He did not hit him in the head. We're he hit going him in the back shoulder. to. I'm going back. It's impossible to play D. You can't play D. Wilson the over the middle. That's going to be a nine yard pickup. They'll use a timeout here with 16 seconds left. So it's second and one at the 15 with 16 seconds left. But now no timeout. So probably take a shot or two in the end zone here. Maybe two shots to the end zone. And then, and then a field goal, field goal if you don't. Him. Yep. And unlike Matthew Stafford, he won't throw a pick. Wow. It, again, look, this has been a horribly – in no way, shape, or form do the Rams deserve to be to be up in this game by any stretch of the imagination as horribly as, as nope. McVay has called this game. However, the phantom hold on Lockett and then that where it's like, come on, man. That's a game-changing – could potentially game-changing call that you make right there on not even close to hitting him in the was the phantom hold on Lockett, was that the touchdown drive? I don't remember. Either way, bad call. Right. And then that one right there is brutal. And now you'll get your two shots at the end zone. 
16 seconds left in the half. And remember, the Seahawks get the ball first in the second half. That's the two-for-one killer of this. That's why the field goal was just... And again, if it's something with Stafford, different story. Here it is. Wilson take his first shot in the end zone. Steps up, runs, shot in the end zone, touchdown, wide open. Anytime he steps up. Flag. Tyler Lockett wide open. Anytime he steps up, you know it's trouble. But what's the flag? Because it looks like he could have easily have run that in, too, if he wanted to. Seahawks have not stopped celebrating, so I think it is on. No, it is on the offense. Holding on the offense. So that'll come back. Man, did something, something break our way? Someone just broke our way, man. I think that's what you call a makeup call, Kelly. <laughs> uh, he got his money's worth. Oh, yeah. 52 yeah, he got, he his, got money. his money's worth. Yeah. yeah, not a makeup call. Legit. Legit call. It is yeah, because he might have been able to catch him from behind right there yeah. had he not gotten completely. Dwayne Brown, flagged for holding. Russ had everywhere to run. You do you know someone's wide open when he lets that ball go because it was an easy first down and a pretty easy touchdown run. Yeah. So do they have they have that time? is the first penalty called on the Seahawks tonight. Rams, so like ten seconds and one timeout. Ten no, seconds, no, no, no timeouts. timeouts. And now you're obviously further back. Ooh, this is interesting. This could get dicey. Yeah. This could get dicey. This is where you let them catch it. I think this is where you just throw a quick sideline pattern, make the field goal easier, and you know you get the ball back first in the second half. If you're the Seahawks, don't do anything ridiculous here. Yeah. Just play for the field goal now. Coach Carroll's like, okay, we should really throw it in the middle of the field. (laughs) I don't think that's good, Coach. I'm thinking that's not the play. Let's give it to Metcalf in space. I don't think that's what we should do here. Sean McVay cannot be pleased. Remember, we're also leaving out that bizarre third and 10 run play for the Rams when they yeah. had the five-yard penalty. That's the, mo- that's the weirdest play of this game. It, it, look, we were saying this last season. I, I th- honestly think we were way too quick to be like, oh, Sean McVay is so incredibly sharp. I, and I fall victim. I mean, I was, I've, I was the same way. I was like, oh, this guy, the way he's calling these games and stuff, and whatever. And I think we were a little too quick with that last year. He was he was getting out coached in games, and there were times where we were sitting there going like, "What in the world is this guy doing?" And then there's been three of those already tonight. In the first half of this game, three of those already tonight. If people are just landing on this show for the first time, I promise you, we are not typically like this. But this this <laughs> yeah, game, whining a lot. there's literally like 15 different weird things there that really happen is. in this game. Warren Sharp pointed out on Twitter too. Remember we were we were talking about McVeigh trying to to run some clock off on that last drive. Yes. But he, Warren Sharp was like, you did a terrible job of that because he snapped the ball even right before the two-minute warning. Should have let that go down and then run another play. Did exactly what I said they'd do. A little sideline pattern to lock it, make the field goal easier, and that's what they'll do here on third down. They they probably will not risk another play. They'll bring out the field goal unit knowing they get the ball first. Seahawks clapping on the sidelines. That's what they wanted to do. And they'll get a field goal attempt. Try to go up a touchdown here. Try to go up seven. And again, we'll leave very little uh, seconds left on the clock for the Rams and then the Seahawks will get the ball for a second. Get that senior citizen a new piece of gum at halftime. Let's come back out and have another rip-roaring 10-3 to yeah. half. All right, 35-yard field goal attempt. It is up, and it is no good. we got to go to break. We'll come back. Visa's primetime action. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Betting Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season long trends to watch. This guide is a must have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge. Give it to yourself this season and get your digital copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. That's $9.99 for hockey. You read page-to-page, uh, page, cover-to-cover at this point? Or uh, digital we, we, we cover-to-cover? We, we can read. Mm-hmm. We can read. You know, 37 cents. I don't believe you. Sit out by the pool. You know, just, just it's too just, cold just, for you. Out just there. read my hockey guy. That's true. It's freezing too cold here. For it's too cold for Matt. It's, pretty, it's pretty cold here now. Once it once it goes to seventy five, Matt is out. <laughs> I saw Matt these guys out. playing golf out here with short sleeves on today. Can you imagine? I didn't even know it was going. Uh, on. You gotta hate those people. What's wrong? With I these hate guys? them so much. They keep the short sleeves on at seventy five or whatever. Yeah, I mean, what's going on around here? Horrible. Horrible. Might get people. these guys some parkas. 
Uh, highest scoring team on Sunday. Let's do these. <laughs> Can we get some primetime action? Park us over to the to the Shriners. By the way, what the heck kind of half did we just watch? Oh boy, I, I thought I was hoping you were going to make it through this last segment without bringing no. it up. But we, I guess we have to. It's our job. There was it's it's like the Stefan bit on uh, Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. There was a little bit of everything in that half. Just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Seven to three Seahawks. They will receive the second half kickoff. Your live and second half numbers? How about that? We got Seahawks live one and a half. So, therefore, Rams one and a half on the second half line. Live total 36 and a half. Second half total 26 and a half. All right. And uh, the Rays still up on the Red Sox three to nothing in the top of the fifth. Shane McClanahan, as I mentioned before the uh, before the game, he goes. 15 of his last 17 starts have gone at least five innings. He is efforting to do that here with three more outs. Um, oh, big play by uh, by Arkansas State to cut the Coastal Carolina lead to 38-13. to 13. Okay, highest scoring team on Sunday. The Chiefs and the Cowboys are the short shots, uh, playing the Bills and the Giants respectively, both at plus 650. Buccaneers plus 750, Vikings 9-1. to one. Everybody else, double digits for the highest scoring team on Sunday. How could you not take a piece of the Bills on this one? How could you not take a piece of the Cardinals? That interest you at all? Ten to one against the Niners? Yeah, yeah. I just think I think that Bills Kansas City game is going to be a complete sh- shutout and or sh- shutout shootout. And like, what if the Ch- the Chiefs defense been terrible so far? If that's going to be a shutout, I would not bet them for the high scoring team on <laughs> Sunday. I Kelly, think that we'd Kelly be pronounces his use differently. Yeah, than we 12, do. twelve to one though on the Bills for that. That seems high. So the Bills are. They have the seventh highest. They're tied with the Packers. So as far as implied team totals go, Chiefs, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. So, so Vikings you're getting a little so value. So the Vikings on. you're getting a little value on. On them. They're the actually the second highest implied total of the week. Uh Cardinals are the sixth highest at twenty seven and a quarter. So yeah, Cardinals at ten to one. Pretty good there as well. Uh, I think I like the Cardinals. The mm. one <laughs> The one that's interesting, I guess, that is at least mildly interesting to me, is the Raiders at eighteen to one. Because, like I said, so if this Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack thing doesn't, yeah. if they end up not playing in this game, like that secondary for the for the Bears is legitimately one of the top, like bottom five secondaries in all of the NFL. And so, if they get no pass rush whatsoever on this team and then it's basically you just they just have to try to guard the they just basically have to try to guard the the Raiders receivers. I think that's at least fairly interesting to at an eighteen to one if we wanted to play one of the longer shots. All right. That's about it for me. Yeah, I mean nothing much other than that. Lowest score definitely not team. the Falcons now that Ridley's not going. Right. Like that's that's what, not what were the Jets on the highest scoring team? I'm curious about that. That defense is yeah, historically tr- have trouble traveling to London. Jets, by the way, are 15 to one to be the lowest scoring team. Texans, Texans should just be minus minus. Th- should be, are you sure that's not a minus? Are you sure it's a plus? Yeah, Texans, sure. Texans plus 380. The short <laughs> shot by far to be the lowest scoring team. <laughs> Dolphins plus 850. And then everybody else double digits with the Broncos at 10 to one. Interestingly, their implied totals 15 points this week. Texans, but we the the Texans are fifteen. Wow! For the highest scoring, Gil Jets sixty five to one. That might be a funky one to try. If you're gonna if you're gonna play this, go for it. I think that could be an interesting. 
because we're not Zach waking Wilson, up for that game. London balling you out. Turn on your TV and see, wham, 34 points for the Jets. Were the, were the, were the Bengals not on that list? They were. They were? For highest? Yeah. The Bengals, 35 to 1. The Bengals or the Bengals? Mm. Because, listen, Jair Alexander, definitely not going to play. He's trending to maybe not even being able to play the rest of the season, actually. They're, he's considering getting getting surgery on that shoulder. He might be gone. That secondary has trouble covering as it is. Anyway, the one the one bright spot was him. Now you have nobody that can really cover, and you're getting a full-strength offense now with T. Higgins back at practice. 35-1, mm-hmm. to one, that one's... That one's fairly, fairly interesting. Let me ask you something. If we, if we had these here, would you bet these ever? I would only bet the long, like, something long like that. Shot. So, like, yeah. 35 to 1 on a game that I think has a fairly decent chance to, like, get into a shootout, yep. right? And and if the if the Packers go right down the field and score, I mean, like, I, I think that that game has kind of, like, sneaky shootout potential. So, I would always just kind of target one of those. And I would never play any of the shorter shots. But, yeah, these... These games where I think that the game script could go a certain way, then those would be the ones that I would play. Even the te- oh, let's go to the lowest scoring. Even the mm-hmm. Texans, you wouldn't play them. They're offensively so. You no, know, no, no. Those I would play. Just every, I would just would blindly play. bet the Texans <laughs> every week. <laughs> yes. That's what I was asking. Yes, like yes. every every week, I would just blindly bet the Texans. I do think like stuff like this by DraftKings and some of these other sports books. It's 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 an intelligent market though because it's such an easy market to get newer betters into the idea yes. of betting totals and mm-hmm. team totals and stuff like that. They know what they're doing. Yep, they know what they're doing. I'm, apparently, South Point does highest scoring team every Sunday. Do they as really? I said, yeah. Not lowest, but highest. You know what South Point does on on college football Saturdays? Uh, they do what they do something that with little like parlay card. No, no, they do the parlay cards, but it's like what is it that they do first thing in the morning? It's like the first team to score a touchdown, I believe, yeah. Saturday morning. Just said, yeah. You just said in your area. Yeah. Yeah. First team to score a touchdown. And I don't think they do it like chronologically. Like, oh, if you score at 9 a.m. versus 9 1 a.m., I think it's the, the furthest into a game, the quickest into a game that, that team crashes. So apparently they have them on Sundays for the NFL, too. Oh. And Isaiah said it is, it is by time. So quick, quickest by time who scores. Yeah, chronologically, t- by like time. Oh, no, 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 no. It's time into the game. If a game happens to start at 9 a.m. and another one at 9.03 a.m., but, like, the first game yeah, scores at 9.04, but the other yes. one at 9.05, the 9.05 wins because it's the shortest into a game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, tomorrow, before we get out of here, by the way, still 3 to nothing, Tampa Bay, two outs in the top of the fifth man at uh, first base, halftime of the football game, 7-3 to three Seahawks. Before we get out of here, tomorrow is arguably the best day of the Major League Baseball season. The first Friday of the division round features a quadruple header. It is spectacular. Uh, And it starts in the morning with the White Sox and the Astros. 11.07 Pacific, 2.07 p.m. Eastern. Game two, Astros won game one today, 6-1. to Matt was very happy about that with his Astros futures. Uh, So tomorrow the Astros will, uh, I believe that game is Giolito versus Valdez. Yes, Giolito, Valdez, uh, minus 125 on the Astros, plus 105 on the White Sox. And the Braves and Brewers, which is game one. Those two teams have forgotten they're even in the postseason. It's been so long. (laughs) Morton and Burns in that one, minus 155 on Burns. And the Brewers, plus 135, Braves is underdog. All right, then we go to the Red Sox and Rays game two. Rays again leading this one mid-fifth now three to nothing, but that'll be game two back in Tampa tomorrow. 
Chris Sale and Shane Baz. Back-to-back Shane's going for the race. So they started back-to-back Shane's. I'm sure someone will have a graphic. Yes. Uh, I know. First time in postseason history. Two Shane's. Two Shane's have started. Uh, minus 120 on the Rays. Uh, even money there for the Red Sox. And then, appropriately, the nightcap. Nine, mm-hmm. excuse me, 637 Pacific from Oracle Park in San Francisco. The Doyers. Minus 118 road favorites against the Giants. Walker Bueller against Logan Webb. How good is that? How can good we, is that? Can we call them your San Francisco Giants? Gill's San Francisco Giants. You can. Okay. You can. Gill's San Francisco Giants. Um, yeah, this is, uh, look, Dodgers. Dodgers are probably, I, I would, correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but if you wanted to bet the Giants, I would wait. Because yes. the yes. Dodgers are likely to take money all day tomorrow. Though this has come down, hasn't it? Like, this was like minus 135 earlier, I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. But so, I think that's probably guys who, who bet. Yes, you I, know, agree. Like, I, I, I agree. I think any yeah. casual money from here forth will all be from Dodger. From here forth. Yes. Here to four. Here forth. What a way to end the show. What a way to end the show. Speaking old English or whatever we're speaking. They're kicking off second half. I fully expect this to go out of bounds. We gots to go. <laughs> it's the gots to go situation. Uh, nightcap next. Tim Murray. Oh, oh my God. God. I thought. Oh, I God, I <laughs> Tim Murray, Sean King from Circa. Enjoy the nightcap next from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.